Hi, everybody. I am Amanda Gazzola, and this is the Health and Guelph podcast where stronger meets community because we are stronger together. Every episode, I get to interview different professionals in the Guelph community and talk about mental health, body health, fitness, as well as learn about who they are, their journeys, and just get raw and real. So get ready to get connected, inspired, and simply just feel good because we are all stronger together. Hello, strong friends, and welcome back to another episode of Health in Guelph. I'm your host here, Amanda Gazzola. Thank you so much for being here today. Without you, this podcast simply would not exist. On today's episode, we have Brenda Johnson, who is a subconscious strategist. Brenda helps transform people from a self-conscious to a self-empowered by giving them the tools and strategies they need to unlock their abundance mindset and activate the manifesting capabilities. What does that mean? Well, we're going to be breaking that down today. Brenda, one of her superpowers is that she does hypnosis. And what that is, is that it's going to be helping you understand that you're not going to quack around like a duck, but you're going to learn how to get into a deep state so that you can really relax that mind and know what it is to try to be present. And I say try because it's going to take a few tries and that is okay. It's all about the baby steps. And we're going to be talking about awareness because if you don't know what you don't know, then how are you supposed to change what you don't know? And this is going to be a fun podcast because Brenda is going to be basically be taking a step-by-step through the feelings of what transformation feels like. I am so excited to have her on. I'm so excited for you to listen. And if you have any questions, concerns, let me know and enjoy the episode. Hello, and welcome to the Health and Guelph podcast. Today, we have the beautiful Brenda Johnson, who is a subconscious strategist. I'm going to be allowing her to talk a little bit about that because today's episode, I want you guys to keep an open mind. We're going to be learning some new language here and a way to think about ourselves differently, think about positions differently, the environment differently, who is around us differently. We're gonna, our minds are going to open up today on, you know, what would life would look like if we start bridging the gap between two worlds. So here we go with Brenda. Thank you so much for being here. I am so excited to be here. I always love chatting with you. <laughs> I love chatting with you too. So Brenda, what is a subconscious strategist? So basically I help people create a relationship with their subconscious mind so that they can live more consciously in everyday life. Most people have been taught that their subconscious mind is this horrible thing that works against them. And in some cases it does, but it's also one of our most beautiful partners. And so I teach people how to partner with their subconscious mind and create new belief systems so that they can open up to new possibilities in all areas of their life. That's a nice way of putting that. And we're going to be taking this like way deeper today so that people can really understand, especially in the times that we're in now where we're really like, we're, we're really trying to stay aware of everything that's happening, but at the same time, there's so much noise. So it's like, sometimes you don't even know if you're the one that's speaking to yourself or something, someone else or what energy you're holding on to. And I know that it's been an uphill battle for me as a new mom navigating this new world where it's just like, you know, sometimes I find that I'm in my head and really checking in if like, if this is my energy or someone else's energy. And I know that that's going to 
there's so much towards that, but I know that this is going to be a really great conversation today. So let's take it a step deeper. Um, because one thing that we all tend to have in our professions is, um, I want to debunk a few things. So what is the one common myth about your profession and or field that you want to debunk? Because (laughs) as what a subconscious strategist is, what do you mostly do? Uh, This is a great question for many reasons. So I use a lot of tools with my clients. One of the main tools that I use is hypnosis. And so it's really funny, but not because mainstream media and movies and all the things over the years has made hypnosis into this mind controlling crazy thing and it's funny because my boyfriend and I were watching this movie on Netflix and it was all about hypnosis and how this hypnosis practitioner like would call up people and say this word and then these people would do these things and I was just like false hypnosis is actually all just self-hypnosis you're doing it. I'm just your guide. I'm leading you into this beautifully relaxed, like beautiful, relaxed state. Here's a great example. Have you ever been driving somewhere and you get there and you're like, how did I, how did I get here? I don't even remember driving. Oh here. my God. I have. And I get, I scare myself when I'm like, I'm like, Oh my God, was I really paying attention the whole time? <laughs> like, yeah. Yes, you, you were, that's hypnosis. You were paying attention, but your subconscious mind, it's probably a path you've driven so many times and your subconscious just it's automatic. And so I use hypnosis with people because what a lot of people don't understand is hypnosis has the ability to calm your nervous system down. And when your nervous system is calm, your subconscious mind is open to new possibilities and new ways of being without a calm nervous system. Your subconscious is, has issues. It won't open up for you. That's like, I feel like one of the biggest battles we're all dealing with is our nervous systems are like shot right now where I, it's hard to even let more things in because you're like, you're at the max capacity. I I feel like 90% of your life right now, just because of, you know, what's happening. So what, what have you been seeing? Have you been seeing an influx with that, with your, with the clients that you see, like where their, their anxiety is a lot more up? Yeah, it's insane right now. People's nervous systems are, I, I will talk to them. I'm like, yeah, your nervous system's fried. The first thing we need to do before we do anything is calm your nervous system down. And I will literally have people just listening to a specific stress releasing hypnosis for a couple of weeks before we even start doing any real deep work because we have to calm them down. I've had, and the beautiful thing about hypnosis too, I just want to add this in there is it's like, you know, the movie, the matrix, when they plug right into the thing, it's yeah. a funny movie reference for the conversation we're having, but like <laughs> they plug right in hypnosis allows you to plug right into your subconscious mind and it bypasses everything else. So you get quicker results. So I have people listening to these stress releasing hypnosis programs for a couple of weeks. And after a few days they are like, I can't even believe how much like better I feel, how lighter I feel, how much different I feel. Having said that, Hypnosis is one thing, but, and you mentioned this energy management is key and energy management and your subconscious mind, they go hand in hand. So you again, said something else. It was great. You were like, I have to ask, is this mine or somebody else's? Yes, Mm -hmm. we do have to ask that because I'll tell you something. 
when somebody else's energy is coming into us, coming at us, when we're feeling attacked, when we're living in fear, it can feel like feelings of anxiousness and it's not necessarily ours. Mm-hmm. And so when we recognize that it's easier to release it and come back to the present moment, because with all of this fear, with all of the stuff going on with our nervous systems being fried, a lot of people can't figure out how to live in the present moment. It's true. When when you're not living in the present moment, you can't create stuff. You, you are going to either feel depressed or anxious all the time. You can't focus on things. You have brain cloudy, foggy, whatever. I help people come back to the present moment and live here because this is where we're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. It's where we're supposed to be, but it feels so far from that. It feels really hard to achieve what it is to be present. And I know for professionals like yourself and mine, we've done a lot of work to be able to understand what that means. But for someone that is like literally just getting by what do you suggest like these days for where to start like I know we I started somewhere you started somewhere what would that be for you to help someone get to like maybe a starting place self-awareness and I know that sounds so basic but when I learn to be self-aware about what are the thoughts that I'm actually having how am I actually feeling right now like when I became aware of that it was life-changing Because when you become aware of the thoughts you're having, it can also shift your energy. And you're a fitness person, so you're going to understand this. Our body runs on energy, right? Mm -hmm. And our 25%, I believe it's 25% of our energy is used for our brain power, for our thoughts. So sometimes when we're thinking all of the fear-based thoughts. How's this going to work out? What am I going to do? How do I avoid this problem? And we're not focused that those are our thoughts. We're basically throwing away our energy. If I gave you a $10,000 budget and I said, Amanda, here's $10,000. Make sure you use this wisely. Would you go out and buy jet chain or gold? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Gold (laughs) chains and jet skis. No, no. Be mindful aware of where you're spending your money. So for people, when we become self-aware, that's like becoming mindful of where we're spending our energy balance. It completely changes stuff because if I'm sitting here going, oh, I'm really worried about this thing. And I catch myself doing it. I can automatically interrupt the pattern and go, well, how do I want to feel instead? What do I want to be focused on instead? When I worked in corporate, I had no idea how much time I spent in a negative spiral. In the beginning of the pandemic, even I Mm -hmm. went into a negative spiral because I didn't, there was a lot of unknown things. We didn't know what was happening. We didn't know what it was. People like it was crazy. Yes. Is the nice word I'm going to use for that. And I had to remind myself that every second of every day, I get to make a choice about how I want to feel, but that takes self-awareness. I needed to be aware that I was in the negative spiral so I could go, okay, how do I want to feel instead? I want to feel calm. Okay. How am I going to feel calm? And you just start asking yourself questions, but it all starts with self-awareness. Why am I feeling this way? How do I want to feel instead? What's going on? 
we always get to choose how we want to feel. That is one thing I've been really focusing on and taking with me everywhere right now, like where you really want to be present and like making that decision. It's a decision to like be act one way and be another, but it's like trying to get through like that negative self-talk. You're saying that like that one of the things that happened like at the beginning of the pandemic is you felt disconnected from yourself and you were focusing on helping everyone else um, Mm -hmm. mostly. And that, I feel like it's like, you know, to a lot of the self-employer, self-employers out there right now, where they're constantly trying to give, 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 and give right now. Moms, like, because like, they're basically working with the school, trying to like figure out what their kids are going to school or they have to stay at home and like basically be with their kids so that they could do their education. It's like give, 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 give right now, big time as well. There's just a lot of like giving because that's all we know that we can, that's one thing we have control that we know we can do, but when you're so depleted, it's like hard to give back. So because of you doing that hypnosis and understanding like that, like the understanding that personal development side, understanding that like that meditative getting to yourself into that deeper state, that part, I feel like many people, that's why I want to share your modality that how you help train, teach people these things, because we don't know what we don't know. I didn't know, like, basically, I, I was open to the possibility when I was working with you to like, try something new. And again, it is a deep state that I hardly can get myself to, I can do it a lot more better, I could do it better now. But man, so many people like, you know, it's, is it a form of meditation, the hypnosis? Is it a form of like, you know, just even just being in that silence? Like, what does what is it? What could people connect that to? You ask great questions. Um, so <laughs> Hypnosis is similar to meditation, but not because hypnosis, you're going one level deeper than meditation. That's so we'll start with that. And in hypnosis, your mind, even though you are so relaxed, Mm -hmm. your mind is actually more aware. So hypnosis has always has an outcome and intention. So we don't go into hypnosis and talk about like 50 different things. We have an outcome. So you want to, an outcome would be stress relief. An outcome would be opening to love. An outcome would be self-acceptance. An outcome would be body acceptance. Always have an outcome where meditation Mm. is just about like, and there's different forms of meditation. Sometimes you want to clear your head. Sometimes you're just sitting, going like on a journey, visualizing something meditation does not take you into a trance even though it can feel like you are in a trance like state hypnosis takes you into a trance because you're in that deep state of relaxation and it's opening your mind and you're more aware I actually have people tell me that when they've done the hypnosis they're like I'm so focused and I can like I'm my head is so clear so true. I have to like interrupt that right now because I, it felt airy. Like when yes. I finished my, my, uh, my session with you, I felt airy, which I think is like a form of feeling like, wow, there's no noise. It's just me and my thoughts, like where you're so focused. And I, I can only attest it to feeling airy where it's just like, woo, <laughs> you know? Yes. And this is when you start doing this type of work, what we're essentially doing is helping you create a better and deeper relationship to yourself, like all aspects of yourself. And when this happens, 
you begin to live and experience your natural state of being. So when you first start experience this natural state of being, this airiness, this like, wow, I'm so calm. Wow. Mm. It's weird because we've never experienced no. it. And the way that I use the hypnosis, I create immersive hypnosis programs is what I would call them. And you listen to them at bedtime because I know people are busy. Like you were talking yes. about the busy moms and give, 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 giving. I'll tell you something. I had some of my mom clients <laughs> meeting with me in the back seat of their minivans. So they would zoom call me from the back of their minivans, because that was the only place they could have quiet time for themselves. Somebody be in the house watching the kids and they're in the car. Wow. That's like the part of baby steps where like, you're literally like, it's just trying to find that, like, okay, if this is the only way I can make it work, that's like a baby step where like, you're doing things that you normally probably would never do to get to that next part. Because again, the noise is just, it's real. And at the, at the end of the day, you want to be the best person. So it's like, you're really like, really hunting for like what that, what that little quiet time looks for you. So you could start building it and making it a part of your routine. Cause you're starting to see how good that feels. That's how but I would also think it. recognizing and this, I don't want this to sound scary, but recognizing your kids are learning from you. Yes. Watching you. Yes. We, all of the beliefs we have were from our parents, from outside things. And so when you stop and become self-aware and go, if I'm not giving back to myself, I'm now teaching my kids to do the same thing. If I'm not giving myself time to breathe, that's what they're learning. Yes. That's so when true. you start looking at it like that, it becomes easier to become self-aware because hmm. you're like, I want to be a great example for my kids. And you know what? Everybody listening to this is like, well, I don't have hypnosis. I don't do that. One way to bring you back to the present moment right now, your breath. You can do techniques like box breathing, where you breathe in for four, you hold it for four, you exhale for four, and you repeat it. Mm. You can literally just put your hand on your heart and focus on your chest going up and down. It doesn't need to be crazy, fancy breath work just breathe. It instantly calms your nervous system down and instantly brings you back to the present moment. Uh, that, that, okay, you just had a podcast that came out at the beginning of January that basically, I forget what how it was titled, but it was something like self-care like does not need to be, or something like you basically said like a very strong term that basically <laughs> self-care isn't like about just like all the bells and whistles. It's literally and exactly what you just talked about as it could be as simple yeah. as that, that box breath work, that basis. Do you want to just talk a little bit about your podcast that you did? Because again, this, we're still in the new year. I mean, January, it's the last day of January today, which has just like been like, holy, the January was like a hell of a month. So it's like, yeah, just give a little bit of a tidbit of what your podcast is about just to give people like some extra tools to help them through the next little bit that we're in. Yeah, I actually, the one I recorded in January, I recorded it because like you, I tend to record things that are going on in my own life. Yeah. And it's really interesting because at the end of the year, everybody starts talking about their new intentions and stuff. And for me, the end of the year is about closing things off. 
So in January, that's where I start looking at new things. And I kept seeing all of these posts and things about self-care and bubble baths and all of these things. And I was like, I'm annoyed by that. So I worked in marketing for 24 years. So I understand why we market things the way we do. Things, yes. <laughs> but at the same time, it creates this false sense of reality because if self-care has to be about bubble baths and pedicures and sipping champagne, you're missing the point. Self-care is about connecting to yourself, getting to know yourself. And it is, it starts literally by focusing on you and little things. Can you feel your breath? Can you be grateful for that? Can you appreciate it? Can you go stand outside, look at the sun? I had somebody a couple of weeks ago, we were doing a, like a discovery call. And I always ask on my intake form, what are five things you're grateful for? And she put three things down. I'm like, why didn't you write five things? She's like, well, I don't have five things I'm grateful for. I was like, wow. I'm like, did you wake up this morning? And she kind of stopped. She's like, yeah. I'm like, you grateful for that? She's like, yeah. <laughs> it's not always about the stuff right and I love stuff don't get me wrong I love stuff but it's not always about that it's about going how can I become more present in myself that is what self-care truly is Mm. and my podcast I talk about subconscious strategies and mindset and things you can do and even this year I'm revamping it a little bit because For the past couple of years, I just wasn't connected to the podcast because I wasn't connected to myself last year because I was like, oh, I need to help everybody else because I love helping people. I love what I do. I had a client today. She's like, you get to work in this space every single day. I'm like, I know. How does it get any better than that? (laughs) Like, really? How does it? I can't tell you what she said because it was a lot of F-bombs and she was really excited (laughs) about some stuff. But like when you start to recognize that you are actually the one that controls you, not all these outside influences, when you start to make the choices about how you want to feel, no matter how busy you are, nobody is too busy to take one minute to breathe. And if you tell me you're too busy to take one minute to breathe, we have other problems we need to talk about. But it's like, why do we let the outside world control us? You don't have to. I don't care how busy you are. Everybody has a minute to breathe. I totally agree. And it's one of those things you don't really know until you start focusing on the breath. And then you realize that like, holy shit, I don't oh, No, There you go. It came <laughs> up naturally. Um, but you're like, wow, I don't even think I've been breathing properly because like it's all short breath, shallow breath. And like, that's the, they were the anxiety and overwhelmness and frustration and everything that we're feeling comes out. And sometimes like I have to catch myself and like, I put my hand on my chest. Like I literally uh, do this stuff because like, I just need to slow down. And it is like, that is the part of that self-care. And then you become aware and then you start to becoming proud of yourself because you're like, okay, 
like I am starting to see the connection. I'm starting to connect with myself. I'm starting to, you know, really see what I really need to get myself through this day because I just gave myself that moment. And it all it just takes a moment to make that decision. This episode has been brought to you by Raw Elements. Do you struggle with vegan proteins? Do you feel that some are too gritty, too bland, or that they just don't mix well? From a person that loves whey protein powder but struggles with dairy intolerance, finding a vegan protein has been a journey of its own. I've tried a lot of protein powders being in the fitness industry and absolutely love Sun Warriors Classic Plus Protein for its taste, smoothness, and mixing ability. For over 22 years, Raw Elements has been serving our community and believes in 100% quality and natural ingredients. Sun Warriors Classic Plus Protein is made with amaranth, chia, quinoa, pea protein, and brown rice protein. This blend gives you that little bit extra that you want and need, and you'll not only love the way it tastes, but you'll absolutely love the way it makes you feel. And that is why it's called Plus. Use the code RISE to get 10% off your next order. You will not be disappointed. Now let's get back to the show. It does just take a moment, but it starts with self-awareness. If you're not self-aware that you need to take the moment, you don't take the moment. And if you're only focused on, and like our words and our thoughts are so powerful, so powerful. Mm -hmm. So if you're only focused on the crappy things that are going on, that's what you're going to manifest more of into your life. Have you ever like gotten an unexpected bill and you freak out and then all of a sudden like two more things go wrong? What's that old, that saying, um, oh, bad things come in three. Yeah. Yeah, they do. You know why? Because you're focused on looking for two more bad things to happen. Oh man. I used to do that so much where I'd be like, I'd be looking for it because I'm like, oh, there's a second thing. Well, something else is going to happen today. Like that was my like total mentality, mentality back in the day. And it did happen 120%. And then there's why, because your subconscious mind, like I said, is a great partner. It is a goal getting machine. If you focus on the bad things, your subconscious will help you find them. If you focus on the good things, your subconscious will open you up to those possibilities, but nobody teaches us how to work with our subconscious mind and how to talk to it. And that's why hypnosis is so powerful because the language of the subconscious mind is visualization. So in the hypnosis, as you're going through this visualization, you're talking to your subconscious mind. It's so sensitive, the subconscious mind, eh? It is sensitive, but it's also not. It's a powerhouse, man. But like, again, we get programmed to believe certain things about our mind. In reality, our conscious mind and subconscious mind are actually supposed to be working together. But what happens is we're either living too much in the past, which is subconscious. Cause that's our subconscious stores, all of that stuff. Or we're like not paying attention to what we're saying and we're creating new programming. Now I don't want to freak people out. If you have one thought, like one bad thought, it's not being programmed into your subconscious and staying there forever it has to be stuff that's under like repetition. So again, in the wellness space, and I mean, I've dealt with health stuff for years and I'm just going to say this is mostly women who do this, but a lot of men also do it. You walk by the mirror every day when you wake up and you're like, oh, I'm so fat. I've got a roll there. I look so gross. You know what happens if you do that every single day? Your subconscious mind begins to believe it. Mm -hmm. And that becomes your reality. 
But if you walk past the mirror and you're like, damn, my butt looks great today, your subconscious mind will start to believe that. And that becomes your reality. So when people say thoughts become things, sort of, it's a lot more difficult than that. We have to add emotion to things. And subconscious also loves repetition, which is why I'm saying if you say one bad thing, don't freak out. It's not going to be end of the world. (laughs) Totally. Well, I want to take it a bit because like when people are listening to this, like, well, you know, you're like, and you know that you should. I say the should with the quotations, you know, you should be doing these like things where you're talking to yourself a little differently and you're looking at yourself and you're like, Oh yeah, my butt does look good. And then part of you is just like, well, I don't really believe that. And then, but part of me knows I need to do this. And so it's just like, okay, my butt looks good. Do you believe in about the faking it till you like get there, make it or, and I don't even, you can tell I didn't want to finish that sentence because I already know, but at the same time, that is sometimes what people think. Like they have to, you've heard it like where you're like, oh, I got to fake it till I make it type of thing. So can you elaborate on that when you're trying to figure out what your belief systems are until you start strongly believing like that is a really hard process or a challenging process. Yeah. And you know what else? I'm a big believer in affirmations if they're done correctly, but most people don't do them correctly. So you had a great example. I'm standing in the front of the mirror going, man, my butt looks great. And then my subconscious mind is going, wait shut up. (laughs) You don't know what you're talking about. What's going on here? There's loopholes you can use. And I teach this to my clients. So you'll hear the statement, the words that come after I am are the most powerful words in the English language, sort of. If you change the statement a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I'm standing in front of the mirror and I go, I'm choosing to like my butt today or I'm in the process of liking my butt today, or I'm the type of person that has a great butt, your subconscious mind looks at that and goes, oh yeah, we are the type of person that has a nice butt. Oh yeah, okay, you're choosing to do this? Cool, I'm gonna support you. If I'm just standing in front of the mirror going, "I, I have a nice butt, I have a nice butt, I have a nice butt, or the one that gets me is people they'll be like, okay, we're going to do mirror work. And you're going to stare at yourself in the mirror. And you're going to tell yourself that you love yourself. Um, (laughs) I've done that. Okay. And I'll tell you, if you don't truly love and accept yourself and you're staring at yourself saying that the only thing you're creating is subconscious conflicts and your mind is going to fight you every step of the way. But if I stand in front of the mirror and I go, I'm choosing to love myself today or I'm the type of person that can love myself, or I'm in the process of loving myself. Those are all present moment statements. Mm. That is the loophole. When you take an affirmation, a power statement, a mantra, and you put it in present moment that is believable, your subconscious mind works with you. It's true. Mm -hmm. But if I just stand there going, I love myself, I love myself, I love myself, all I'm doing is creating self-doubt and getting that feeling. Yeah, it's like there's a question mark that's beside I love myself, question mark, I love myself, question mark. Yeah, it is totally because part of you is just as like, "Uh, I should be doing this, but I don't really believe it. Like Also asking yourself, so... And you know what? Full disclosure. I used to be all, you need to do rituals every day and do all the things. You don't need to do all the things every day. Maybe 
your mind doesn't want to journal every day. Maybe if you asked what was going on, you'd get the answer. Because when you ask yourself questions, you will always get an answer. Most people just don't like to listen to the answer. (laughs) Maybe you don't need to get up at 4 a.m. every morning to be successful. Maybe you like to sleep until 8. Who's to say that that's right or wrong? It's about what works for you. So some days I'll journal and some days I won't. My one non-negotiable, though, I need to go outside. I need to walk with my dog every day. I need to be in nature. It's my non-negotiable. I don't care if it's minus 30 and I can only stand out there for two minutes. I have to be outside. I follow you on Facebook for so many years. <laughs> you have not missed a day. <laughs> you have not missed a day. You, you're definitely, no. that is like your outlet for sure. Yeah. And it's, I went through this thing when I started working for myself because I worked in corporate for years like over 20 years, basically. And I remember the belief I had was I need to be sitting at my desk by nine o'clock or else people, I don't know who these people were, but people are going to say that I'm not working. Mm -hmm. And so I had to create the new belief. I had to find what worked for me. You know, what works for me? I don't start seeing clients till one in the afternoon. That works for me. So you have like for everybody. No, no. So that's like been like, that's a part of your self care because like, you know, what works for you You started figuring out. And like, it's like, you're kind of sometimes when you're doing something that you're waiting for the balls to drop, because you're just like, cause that's so out of the ordinary to me, like what you do, like, I'm like, Oh man, that's amazing. But for me, I'd be like, okay, I'm waiting for those balls to drop because like, that's not, that's like, that's not who I, what I would do. But at the same time, there's no right or wrong way. It's depending on what works for you. And again, it's a belief thing that I have for sure. But at the same time, like I definitely know that I I'm more of a morning person. I love my energy in the morning by the two or three o'clock. That's when I start dwindling because again, you're figuring out what works best. So again, I'm just sharing with you, like how, what she does to what I do is just like, there's no right or wrong way. It's just whatever. And let's be real. Full disclosure. It took me a couple of years to figure out what worked for me. I'm better in the morning too, for the creative work. Ah, so when I'm creating things for my clients, that's happening in the morning. There you go. Yeah, there you go. And that's important. One thing where I wanted to kind of direct this conversation to, because again, we're talking about the language that we use, how we see things. And then again, the energy behind it of like where it could take us, it could either take us to a pause. I don't want to say positive versus negative, but it can take us to a higher vibration where like your energy is a lot, much, much more feeling, much more free and happy and joyful, or it could take you to a lower where you're feeling frustrated, anxiety, overwhelmed, depressed. So again, there, one of the things why I wanted to do this podcast is I wanted to bring more connection to wealth. I wanted to show people that they're not alone, that we're all struggling in some sort of way. And again, we're all trying to figure out what works for us. And again, knowing who's out there and again, bringing the community together. So a question that I had was what's the most important thing you want to talk about, or what do you see that our community needs more of? And you spoke about, you know, that you want to, that there's a lack of unity, that there has to be, there's a lot of them versus us type of behavior. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that because again, it goes in with the, the the conversations that we're having me and you right now. And again, what the, 
what you're seeing on social media, what you're seeing out in the community. So let's just uh, dive in a little bit deeper there about the them versus us, because we're all feeling it. And we all, I don't want there to be taboo words because this is again, an open conversation. And again, a bit, just having a conversation so that you hear people come from a different uh, perspective. And it's really important because this is where cultivating that high quality mindset really comes in helps you stay more resilient, helps you be open to possibilities. Our minds can do crazy intense things when they're fear-based, right? Mm-hmm. So if we don't understand something that's going on and we have people like leaders and things who are not open-minded, we can easily be programmed into going into this negative place, right? We have to, again, self-awareness, be self-aware of, okay, this is what I believe. And just because I believe this doesn't make it right or wrong. I have to be willing to be open to hearing what somebody else believes, no right or wrong. And understand that sometimes I have to accept somebody else for where they're at on their journey with no judgment. When I'm a part of this neighborhood app, I don't even know how I got added to it. I have no idea, but it's an interesting app. And I was watching some of the comments that people were making and I was horrified, horrified at the hate (laughs) because some people don't like the choices that other people made. And some people don't like the choices that those people made compassion is missing. It was shocking to me actually to read some of these songs. I had to like stop reading them because I was just like, wow, this is the city that I live in. Really? People were being so hateful. And so you have to be self-aware enough to go, okay, just because this is the choice I made, or just because that's the choice they made, we all have the right to make a different choice. Doesn't make one of us wrong or right. But here's the important thing. We need to focus on the outcomes that we want. And what I mean by that is at the end of the day, how do you want to feel? Do you want to feel afraid all the time? Do you want to feel filled with hate all the time? Do you want to be fighting all the time? Probably not. I hope that's not what you want. Or do you want to feel safe? Do you want to feel compassionate? Do you want to feel like you're united and together and joyful and working together versus working against each other? I don't know about you, but I want to feel joyful and I want to feel love. And I'm also not talking about spiritual bypassing here where we're sitting here going, I got to think positive feelings all the time. Cause that's not, uh, the, no, <laughs> you need to feel the feels. If you feel angry, feel the anger, but then process it and move on. Yes. That's a big one. Feeling it and then letting it go. That's a really, that's a challenging one because if it's hard to let it go when it's constantly in your face for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it, it was interesting to me because as a, an entrepreneur now, I'm watching clients and friends and people in the city losing their businesses and 
There's like the whole other side that maybe doesn't understand why they're fighting so hard for things. It's like, yeah, again, you have to be open to understanding all of the sides. And even if you don't agree with what somebody's saying, that's okay. You don't have to agree, but don't be a turd. Don't be hateful. We need to work together. Yes. And compassion, compassion and unity would be the two things that I saw lacking. Now, having said that, it wasn't all full of that. I did also see a lot of people coming together. But I was shocked by the amount of not coming together. And that's where the mindset, It. some people have a growth mindset, some people don't, right? Some people are addicted to the fear, some people are not. It's if you don't know what's going on, it's really easy to get sucked into that spiral. Mm-hmm. Whether you agree with mandates or you don't, it's about coming together. <laughs> exactly. And that's, I love, I love that we're talking about this because it goes into everything that we we're talking about, like where you're trying to, where you're, you need to be self-aware to figure out, you know, what, who is you, what do you need to make yourself happy? How can you get through this time that we're in again, asking yourself these good questions is the energy mind that you're seeing, or are you getting all this from social media where it's just in, there's an influx of feelings that you don't even know where they're coming from. And I love that you are talking about that, the lack of unity, because Guelph is all about community. Guelph is all about, you know, I'm, I'm trying to like, you know, this podcast, I want, I want, I believe that we're all stronger together and that the segregation, you know, is really separating us and taking us uh, to a place that I don't think any of us want to go to. In the end, we want to see our kids uh, playing sports. We want to have all the downtown festivals happening again. And we want to just, you know, just at the end of the day, live this simple life that we all want, uh, we're all craving as in the end, we all want simplicity. So I love that you're seeing that, you know, that we need that compassion to, for us to all come together. And that like, you know, you can see that when you don't aren't in control of your energy and your state and your mind that it could take you to some really dark places. And so and I'm so glad that you're talking about all these things that we need to kind of just be more aware of. Well, it's like I said in the beginning, right? We have this this energy budget in our body, in our mind, in our being. Do you want to spend your whole budget on hate and arguing and living in that lower vibrational state? Because guess what? Without energy, there's no life. So if you just keep spending that, you're going to deplete yourself. And it's crazy to me like I don't have children but I have a lot of friends who have children and just watching what these kids have been going through Mm. whoa (laughs) that's heavy on the heart oh yeah and having these kids growing up do you want your do you want to teach the kids fear or do you want to teach your kids how to be resilient do you want to teach your kids how to be strong do you want to teach your kids how to be compassionate because at the end of the day, it starts with the adults. So we need to make the choice. How do we want this future to look? I just gave myself goosebumps, <laughs> but it's true. It's true. 
so beautifully said. And I can't even add to that because it is, what do you want your future to look like? And how do you want to, how do you want to drive this boat? How do you want to drive this car? The choice is yours. I love it. It is. Thank you so much, Brenda, for being on the Health and Guelph podcast. How can people find you? Um, and yeah, I'm going to have all of this in the link below as well, but like, just give an idea of where people can find you because you are from Guelph. <laughs> I am. The best place to actually hang out with me is on Instagram. That's where I am the most. It's underscore Brenda Johnston. Uh, you can also check out the Limitless Life podcast. I'm going to be recording a lot more episodes this year because like I said, took a bit of a hiatus last year. You can also go to my website, which is brenda-johnson.com. And if you go to the hypnosis bundles, I've created these kind of hypnosis bundle programs for people. It's like an introduction to the way that I work with people, but there's a really good one. They're all really good, but stress releases on there. And I think that would really benefit a lot of people. And anybody listening to this, I've created a special discount code just for your listeners. So mm. if they go and type in relove 15, they'll save 15% off of any of the bundles. Oh. And on Instagram, I just want to make this clear. It's actually me messaging people back just so you know, because sometimes people are like, oh, do you have somebody messaging for you? No, I actually spend time talking to people because for me, building relationships is really important. Mm -hmm. like actual relationships. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, thank you so much, Brenda, for all your wonderful wisdom. Thank you for having me. I always love our conversations. Thank you for listening to the Health and Guelph podcast. This show would simply not exist without you. If you know somebody in the community who would be a great candidate to be on this show, send them my way and email me at amanda at relevenrise.com. And what keeps us going and staying on the forefront is liking, commenting, and subscribing. Please share this podcast so we can keep this community connected. Thank you, Guelph, and stay strong.